Parak Bey's Mishnah Dalit. Umotzi, and the king can take out by the time of a war, Lamelchemes Hershos. For a war of Hershos, for example, to widen the boundaries, or Kadila Farsimes Gvuroso, to make known his strength, Alpi Bezin shall Shivim Ve'echad. So he goes out to war by the Bezin of Shivim Ve'echad of 71. He gets their, their approval, he gets their psak, whatever he needs, from that Bezin of 71. Uporates, and a male can be porates get there. He can breach a wall, meaning he can go through other people's fields, lasses loderach, to make for himself a pathway to enter his vineyard or to enter his field. If there's anything in his way, he can knock it down and get access to his vineyard or his field. No one can, can rebel, no one can hold him back. In Ma'akav Derech HaMelech, ain't low shear. Now the derech of the king, there's no shear. Meaning, when he's, when he's making that derech, and he's being poured together, he can make it as wide as he wants. Shoz lo derech hachava, betoch t'chumeyim shalachirim. He can breach into the neighbor's fields and whatever is there, in order to access his own fields, he can feed tarkai whatever he needs. And some of our shim explain that we're talking davka during the time of war. So there's two different ways to learn this. Either in general, or davka in the time of war, he can go ahead and do this. Now, all the people that take from the booty during the war, but the nose in the fun of they do is they take all the booty, they put it before the king, he takes the first portion. So they gather it, they put it before him, and then he takes the first portion. He takes the, the portion first. I think Mark explains that he takes half from the whole booty. That's a hekish. The Pasuk says, So we make a hekash over there. There it says, uh, Just like the Kohen Gadol, by the Lechem Apanim. He would take half. You have the other half to the other Kohanim. Uh, so to the nugget over here, this Pasuk, by the booty, a king will take half, and then he'll take the first half and leave the rest of the, the other half for the people. And there's coming to teach us Like we said, the, the king takes the first half, the nicest portion for himself. The king should not have too many wives. Rather, he can have up to 18 wives. He's permitted to marry. And then Mark explains that he's found by David Melech. He has six wives. And the Pesach says, so that's Kahina of Kahina twice. Each one's come and tell me another six. Total of 18 would be the total. So David Amalek had uh, six wives. And from this passage, we learn that a regular king could have up until 18 wives total. Rabbi Omer. Marbahu Lo. The king could have many women, even more than 18. As long as they're not pulling him away from the Ratzon Hashem. Performing Hashem's mitzvahs. As the Pasuk says, Even one woman, and she pulls his heart away from the Torah, do not marry her. Igmar explains, always will darish in the reason of the Pasuk, Tame mitzvahs. So to over here also, according to Hashemin, the reason of the Pasuk is, why should you not have many wives? It shouldn't pull your heart away. It's coming to teach you that even if it's one wife, if she's pulling your heart away from Torah, do not marry her. So, according to Shimon, why does it say If he's dashing her from the pasuk of that the the that it should not turn your heart away, meaning any wife that'll turn your heart away is no good. 
So even one woman, the king cannot marry if this is what she's doing. So according to Shimon, what do you do with the words, do not have many wives. Rather, it's come in teacher says, even if the wife is like as good as Avigail, who is a toivas seichel, lo yisa, do not marry more than 18. So according to Shimon, you can't exceed 18. But if it's going to be even one that will pull your, pull your heart away from the Torah, then you cannot marry her. That's how he darshans both psukim. And the Allah follows like the Tanakhama. Lo yavu lo susim, a king cannot have many horses, el kadimar kafta, only enough for his chariots. Meaning, the king cannot have many horses just to show off, you know, how rich he is. However, in order to have enough for his chariots and his horsemen during a time of war, of course, he's permitted to have enough. The of is He should not have too much silver and gold. So it's enough to put aspanya. What's aspanya? So aspanya, or some of the gersa apsanya, it's a Greek word. And it's understood as it's the expenses for war. The mission is teaching us it's forbidden for a king to be marbe kesavizav just to leave in his chambers and to be you know haughty with and just to be more rich. You don't do that. However, it's permitted for him to gather silver and gold in order that he has plenty of money during the time of war to have enough troops on the field and to be successful in battle. The Gemara explains that if his fathers, they did not leave him a Sefer Torah, then the king is obligated to write for himself two Torahs. Shnei it says, Mishnah Mishnah Torah Hazos. Mishnah is double. Shkein mitzvahi al kol adam, it's a mitzvah on every person from Klai Yisrael to write a Sefer Torah. As it says, hazos. And a king is different than anybody else. He has to write two Torahs. One that he leaves in his uh, base, in his chambers, and one that goes goes with him, leaves and goes with him. And the second one, the, the, the mission is coming to teach you that when he goes out to war, he brings the Torah with him. He comes back from war, he brings it back with him. When a king sits, he can go like a melech from the king of Beis David, that we say he's permitted to sit in Din. When he sits in Din, the Torah is with him in the Beis Din. May said if he sits down to eat, he connected the Torah is opposite him in the Aron. Shadema's Pasuk says, it will be with him, he'll read from it all the days of his life. In order that he learns the year as Hashem to fear Hashem Alokov, Lishmar is called Divra Torah Hazos to guard the Torah of Asakukam Ha'ila La Sosam. So even though he's the king, and he's got all this wealth and all this power, he constantly has to have the Torah in front of him to remember, to remind him who the real king is and how he has to perform a life of Torah and Mitzvahs. And Mishnah, hey, Ein Rochevin al Susa, one is forbidden to ride on the horse of the king. However, if it's to save the king's life, then of course you're permitted to ride on the king's horse. Vein Yoshevin al Kisa, nor can one sit on his throne. Vein Mishtam Shin Bisharavito, nor can one use his uh, his staff. Vishavin Hamalucha, who had in the Shine, so to anything, any Kletash Mishav, anything that's, you know, special for the king, you cannot use. You cannot look at him when he's getting a haircut. Nor when he's naked. Nor when he's in the bathhouse. Because all these things will minimize the covet of the king in the eyes that are watching him. And you're obligated to fear the king and give him proper honor. You shall place upon yourself a king. So the Pasuk is Tziva because of Harbe Simos. It says Saim Tasim. Why double Lashon? 
Come and teach you shutahi a muscle, Allah is fear should be upon you. Say Zarbech, but they have to be careful with his honor. They weren't bringing the Brisa. Melech, Mustafa, Bukhariyam, the king will take a haircut every single day. As the Pasuk says, Melech, Biafiyav, Techazanai, Necha. Therefore, you have to treat the king with special honor and you have to follow the, the application over here in the Mishnah. Alright, with that, we conclude Mishnah Hay and Parak Bays.